Hi, my darlings. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Perfect Blend Podcast. Okay, this is yours truly, Kay. I'm in the fucking building alone tonight, but I'm here nonetheless. I'm so excited for episode four. I'm feeling like Beyonce, my, my favorite number is four. You know, but no, I'm joking. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, before we get started, I just want to say thank you for all of the love. I had over a hundred listeners slash plays uh in total, like in total for the month of January. So I'm so excited about that. I thank you guys so much and thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. I want to thank everybody for every single shout out. It does not go unnoticed. I try to message everybody privately and say thank you. Um, you know, because I may not have a big following yet, but I definitely appreciate the people who, um, support me you know, now and moving forward and whenever y'all support me, I just thank you guys for truly, truly listening to me on this humble ass podcast. Okay. So welcome to the perfect blend y'all. We are here today. So, you know, this past week, it was actually a pretty calm week. I feel like January, as far as celebrity gossip goes, these celebrities have been showing their motherfucking ass. I feel like they've been showing their ass a little bit. But the last three things have been kind of calming down a little bit. Um, of course, there's always some shenanigans to report on. And <laughs> the first one that caught my attention this week was the game. Uh, AKA Mr. Los Angeles Confidential. Now, first of all, let me say this. The game is fine as fuck, y'all. Like, look, the game is so fine, but I just, oh, he is just such a nice, have y'all ever seen a nice piece of man before? Just a, just a fine, just a fine ass, just a nice, Oh, he got them hazel eyes and he, he tall and he bald headed and he buff and he just, he looks so rough around the edges. He looked like he could just take you and then just hold you down. See, look, let me not go there, y'all. That's, that's rated X. That's rated R, y'all. See, look, I'm single. All right. So when you single, these are some of the things that be in your mind sometimes. <laughs> okay. No, but I'm just joking, y'all. But the, the game had the nerve to, I guess, release a diss track. Now... In my last episode, my special guest, Miss Vanessa, she stated that she feels like there are so many niggas that are clout chasing right now. And the game is one of them. I, You know, I feel like, see, this is a thing. This is a thing about like male rappers and male singers that I'm noticing right now. There's this thing of, uh, I feel like all of them are, lately I've been noticing this pattern of them trying to pull a, a, a page out of, out of what I call the Sakashi 69 book. So in regards to marketing, right? That's basically where I'm noticing this trend or this pattern of like a male artist coming out and just kind of showing his ass or, you know, just kind of saying anything to get attention and be in the blogs and be mentioned and get that spark of popularity. I get it. Nobody was really talking about the game like that. Every time we heard about the game, he was usually in court for some type of sex case going on or some sexual assault case. He's been in and out of court for that. 
Every time we hear about him, it's usually something negative. And I'm not saying that him dissing him Kardashian isn't negative. It is negative. But, you know, I just feel like before this, you always hear something about his ass being in court. Somebody's, you know, trying to arrest him. You just always hear shit like that. You never really hear anything about no fucking music. All I know is that he's fine as hell, despite all of the drama going on around him. Uh, <laughs> and it does not make it right that he is over here going to court for these sexual assault cases and things like that. Needless to say, The Game released a diss record, I guess, coming for Kanye West. And in the diss track, he referenced Kim Kardashian. And usually this is this is like the same formula that all these rap niggas use where they're coming at a, a rapper who I guess they feel like they can go toe-to-toe with and they attack their wife or their girlfriend and say like, hey, I smashed her. She was sucking on my woo-ha. I busted all up in her, you know what, da-da-da-da-da, explicit stuff, right? So, honestly, the game, you know, (laughs) I don't believe you slept with Kim Kardashian. I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, now Kim, she has moved around with our our Black men in the entertainment industry. She has. No shade to Kim. She has definitely moved around. Okay? Mama has moved around. But I love Kim. Okay? But honestly, I just think he's, I think he's just saying this. This is your typical Formula A PR stunt for a fucking male rapper. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is, like, nothing shocking. I mean, it's shocking because it's it's not... It's shocking because it's causing a little bit of drama, a little bit of talking. But honestly, I feel like it was a slow news week, personally. And the game took that as a moment to just say, you know what? Ain't no shit going on right now. Ain't nobody doing it. And so I'm going to release a diss track so I can just get some popularity. My only problem with this, though, you guys, is, like, if you're going to, if you're going to, like say some wild shit to get the publicity, drop a single or something. That's that's what I don't understand about these rappers and singers and shit. Like, Jacquees over here talking about, you know, he's the king of R&B. You guys remember when that shit happened in, like, early January, late December or whatever. Um... But, you know, I'm like, where's the music? Are, are you doing this for to promote your tour? Or are you going to drop a single for the new album? If My whole thing is this. I'm seeing a lot of people do shit for controversy, but there's nothing following it. So my whole thing, I'm just saying, if you're going to do a diss track, do what you got to do, but then release something to follow it so you can get people to listen to you. Because you're a rapper, right? That's just what I'm thinking, you guys. I mean, I don't fucking know. I do think he's out of line. He said a lot of disrespectful things about Kim Kardashian, saying how he held her down by her throat and ejaculated all up inside her mouth and all this type of crazy shit. You know how niggas are. So, you know, like, (laughs) it's not right, you know, but I'm noticing a lot of people are coming after Kim and saying how they had her. A lot of these guys, and I don't know if they're like, I don't know what that's about. Because I know Nick Cannon was saying stuff about Kim Kardashian. Just all these different random ass men and, and it's a black guy. You know, I don't know. They just all have been saying how they had her. So I don't know if they're all jealous or they want her. I don't know what the infatuation with Kim Kardashian is for them. But apparently they all feel some type of way because Kanye wifed her. And <laughs> But there are so many other beautiful women. And, you know, but I guess, I guess Kim and Kanye are one of the it couples in hip hop, you know, or or in the entertainment world in general. They are definitely one of the, I wouldn't say most powerful couples, but I will kind of, I'll probably go there. Although we, you know, we all have our feelings about Kanye West and some of us even have our feelings, you know, about Kim Kardashian. You cannot knock the fact that they are very, very popular. I mean, controversy caused popularity, you know, um, 
when people are infamous, it causes them to be popular sometimes, you know? Kim is infamous and Kanye is infamous. You know, they're known for doing things to garner that controversy to keep people locked in. You know, so rather you like them or not, you can't knock that they are definitely shoved down our throats every fucking day by media. Anywho, next topic. (laughs) This past week, you guys, 50 Cent. Okay, so 50 Cent versus Tierra Marie, right? Now, I don't know if you all know who Tierra Marie is. I'll give you a quick background. Tierra Marie, she is an R&B singer. She came in the game in about 2004, 2005-ish, 2006-ish, somewhere around that three-year mark. I think it's actually 2005, 2006. But she was signed and discovered by Jay-Z. She was signed to Rockefeller Records back in the day. She was crowned the princess of the rock. This was well before Rihanna came into the picture. Actually, no, Rihanna was in the picture, but she wasn't really deemed the princess of rock just yet. And Sierra Marie actually was. Anywho, Sierra Marie had a very, very short career, lost her record deal, wound it up on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, going through all these shenanigans. She could never get her music. She can never get her focus back on her music. She basically just turned into a reality star. And, you know, that's not to shade Tierra Marie because I actually like her music. I I actually like her um, on Love & Hip Hop, you know? But she's been going through a lot. And basically, Tierra Marie, in the last season of Love & Hip Hop Hollywood, which aired sometime last year around, uh, I would say, September, October, around there, November, Tierra Marie was in the recent season of Love & Hip Hop Hollywood. I don't know if you guys watched. Basically, she was dating this guy named Akbar, who was, he's apparently some producer in music, but no one really knows who the fuck Akbar is. He's one of those niggas who basically are swearing up and down that they're just like this well-connected producer. They know everybody, but you really don't really know what the fuck they do. They're just on the show somehow. Anywho, Tierra Marie needed him for a storyline. Long story short, both of them made a sex tape. They broke up. Somehow the sex tape got leaked. Tierra Marie went to court and basically, uh, you know, filed a lawsuit for revenge porn. And um, Akbar was stating how Tierra Marie knew about the sex tape. She she actually agreed to leak it with him. And she she's playing the victim for the storyline of the show. We don't really know what's going on. But Tierra Marie, uh, she took Akbar to court, filed a lawsuit against him. And 50 Cent got involved into this because he shared images and I believe yeah he shared images of you know her in the sex tape and in the image that came out at the time was her face and basically Akbar you know doing his manly duties on her face I'm just gonna leave it at that but basically that picture leaked all over the internet along with the video and 50 Cent shared it and he you know kind of kept slandering her so Tia Marie not only filed a lawsuit for revenge porn against Akbar she also filed a lawsuit um for revenge porn and like defamation of character and some shit like that against 50 Cent right so now sources are saying this guys I've been following the story it's all over the fucking blogs now According to, you know, various sources, you know, such as Love V. Scott and TMZ and The Shade Room, um, Tia Marie, yes, she filed that lawsuit against 50 Cent and also Akbar. This past week, Tia Marie actually lost her lawsuit against 50 Cent. And then she lost a second time this week as well against Akbar. So both cases were dropped and they were completely fucking thrown out and Marie owes them some coins. Now, the, the sad thing about it is, I'm gonna say this, you know, it's just my fucking opinion. 
I, you know, I, I kind of question Tierra Marie. I do. Because I feel like her focus has not been on the fucking music. My whole thing is this. If you're going to be on fucking love, love and Hip Hop, try... What I don't understand about a lot of these reality stars is I feel like a lot of them, they kind of get lost in the sauce. And they don't really try to put out music. I'm like, okay, if you're a singer, why don't you take this and put out a fucking mixtape, pull a came show, pull out a mixtape and try to get a deal or, you know, but I feel like some of these quote unquote artists, they get kind of lost in the sauce and they kind of forget why they came onto the show. And we know that these, that these reality shows are for drama and, you know, these shows are to, to have, have people fucking fighting. We have a storyline. Ooh, who's cheating on who? Great. That's the juice of the show that gets you ratings. But you guys are quote unquote artists. So I'm just saying, where the fuck is the music at? Can y'all drop a single? Can we get a mixtape? Can we see some of y'all actually chart on the billboard? Now, there are a few of them that actually do. Like K. Michelle, she's been relatively successful from Love and Hip Hop, Cardi B. Of course, we all fucking know Cardi B. Uh, Lyrica Anderson, A1, you know, there's been a few people who have actually found some some success in actual music outside of reality TV from the show, right? But Tierra, you know, I I feel like she she probably did this for a storyline. She was with Akbar and he wanted to be on the show too. You got to remember, all these people want to be on. And they need something to talk about. They need something salacious. We need something to follow. You know, I'm sure that these fucking producers at fucking Viacom and VH1 and shit are, you know, <coughs> pulling these people in the offices and saying, look, do you have a storyline? What is your fucking storyline? Are you being cheated on? Are you sleeping with somebody's man? Are you somebody's baby mama being, you know, are, are you getting like abused? Are you fighting another girl in a love triangle? What is your fucking storyline? Did you have a sex tape that got leaked? You know, all of these people are willing to, to give us that entertainment, right? But Tierra, you know, honestly, I feel bad for Tierra Marie. I feel like her career honestly just... She's kind of just trying to get by. And, you know, 50 Cent, he's been harassing her all week on Instagram, saying all types of crazy, all types of crazy shit, you guys. Like, for example, one post, he posted a picture of Sierra Marie. And he said, look, Sierra, uh, the B word is 3.39 a.m. Don't have me have to keep reminding you about my motherfucking money. So 50 Cent has been posting like all these posts all week on his Instagram page, kind of harassing Tierra Marie. And, you know, I kind of wish she would stop. I mean, leave the girl alone. She's been kind of embarrassed enough. She's kind of embarrassed herself enough, you know. So I I feel like it's just kind of like open season against Tierra. Yeah, Tierra doesn't make the smartest, she doesn't make the smartest decisions, but, you know, I I do feel like she's been going through some things in her personal life. You know, she's had the drinking problem, she's had a lot of things going on in her personal life, you know, personal things with her family, and I feel like that can weigh on anyone, you know? So, and she's human, for God's sakes, you know? So, I, I kind of see both sides. I would just wish that 50 would just leave the damn girl alone. We all know that she owes you $30,000. You know, the media has said it. We know 50. You don't have to keep harassing her just for laughs. You already have enough fucking money as it is, you know? So I think he's just doing this to also stay relevant. And uh, what, you know, 50, you need to drop some fucking music too. I'm sick of y'all. Y'all do all this other shit. You never drop no fucking music. How could you guys have all this money and access, but you're not fucking artists? I don't understand it. I don't get it. If you're an artist, 
you know, keep giving us material. Shit. Next topic, you guys. Uh, I went on a tangent there. Next topic. Uh, Now, I don't know if you guys watch Celebrity Big Brother, but last week, you know, I updated you guys on uh, two of the, the kind of the lead characters in the show, Tamar and Candy. They were not really feeling each other. This week, uh, Candy, Candy started to become sort of an alliance for Tamar in the house. So if you all don't watch Celebrity Big Brother, basically, uh, Celebrity Big Brother, it's a reality show. It's a competition-based reality show where you get a certain amount of celebrities in a house and they all do these little challenges together to compete, to win, uh, to raise money for their selected charity. And one of the the key facts in the game is that in the house you have you have two or three alliances that are on your side that save you from getting evicted or aka voted off of the show aka evicted off of the show so um all of these celebs have certain people assigned to them in a group that are their alliances to help them so Tamar Braxton she is the baby sister of Tony Braxton uh if you all don't know who she is uh, she's a singer as well. Wonderful voice, crazy personality, reality TV goal. The girl fucking gets ratings. Can't knock her fucking hustle. Anywho, Tamar, um, she was assigned to Lolo Jones and Eva Marie. Now, Eva Marie, she's a she's a former WWE diva wrestler. You know, you guys know WWE, all that stuff, wrestling, hoo-ha. And then you have Lolo Jones. Lolo Jones is an actual athlete. She's an Olympian athlete. And I believe, I, I'm not really sure... A, about a lot of uh, Lolo Jones's career, but I think she has some type of experience in kickboxing or boxing or some type of shit. So she'll knock a bitch out. Anywho, needless to say, Tabar, this week, she's been beefing with Lolo Jones. They have been going back and forth. And if you guys watch Celebrity Big Brother, they have something called a live feed where they actually tape live in the house and you can actually watch what's going on in the house with the stars as things are actually playing out. It's not pre-recorded. It's all recorded. It's all filmed live. So this week, uh, actually last night, Tamar and Lolo had an altercation and um, things almost, you know, got physical. Both of them got in each other's face. It got pretty ugly. Um, Tamar threatened to yank Lolo's hair out and Lolo was like, bitch, run up. You can catch me. I'm not fucking around with you. So, um, last night the story broke, uh, via, um, the shade room in the neighborhood talk that, uh, Lolo Jones was removed from the house. But this morning it was confirmed, uh, via both of those media sources that, uh, Lolo Jones actually is still in the house. She was not removed. Um, I do believe that security had to separate them because if you watch the footage, uh, Lolo and Tamar did get in each other's faces and Candy actually has to break it up because it got pretty heated up in there and Tamar wasn't fucking having it and Lolo wasn't having it. Lolo was like, you know what? I'll whip your ass. And Tamar was like, well, whip my ass. Let's go. (laughs) You know, and both of them were about to duke it out and, and the live feed immediately shut off. And, uh, you know, we didn't know what happened until this morning. So apparently things calmed down. Lolo Jones is still in the house. Tamar is still in the house. We don't really, they're, they're, they're really not confirming if someone got hit or not. I'm assuming that no one actually got physically hit because I feel like, I feel like if they, if they truly duped it out, 
I feel like Lolo honestly would have went home. And let me tell you why. Lolo Jones would have went home. Now, you know, Lolo, she's she's a Caucasian woman, but she don't play that shit. You know, Lolo, Lolo was bucking up at Tamar. Like, I will, I will molly whop you. Don't get it twisted. And Tamar was like, you need to relax because you're doing all this, but I don't see no hands. You know, now, Tamar Braxton is reality TV gold, you guys. This, <laughs> Tamar knows how to give you good TV. And honestly, what I, and mind you, oh, I guys, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you guys, look. So Tamar's alliances in the house are actually Lolo and Eva Marie, by the way. I'm so sorry, you guys, I forgot that point. So Lolo and Tamar are supposed to be partners, but they keep like butting heads over just little things in the house, you know, drama, who's trying to vote who out, you know, they just keep disagreeing and voting and I mean, disagreeing and kind of just butting heads on things. So... Some people are saying that Tamar, by her not getting along with everyone, it's creating, it's making her sort of, you know, stick out like a sore thumb. But, oh, excuse me, you guys. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry about that. That is so rude of me. (laughs) I burped, you guys. Sorry. But yes, some people... They're stating, you know, Tamar, she's kind of making herself stick out like a sore thumb because she keeps having all these different conflicts, not only with Candy and Lolo, but she's arguing with Ricky Williams and, you know, various other celebrities in the house. She keeps having all these little arguments and temper tantrums. But honestly, I think Tamar knows what she's doing. I think that she's purposely sort of sticking out like a sore thumb in a weird way to kind of defend, or I don't want to say defend herself, but... It's sort of like, you don't want to be too quiet in the house because I feel like people will kind of target you. (laughs) So it's sort of like, if you're kind of distracting or kind of being the life of the party, in a way, you can kind of be hiding in plain sight, if that makes sense, you guys. So I I feel like Tamar is strategically trying to pick all this conflict to kind of like warn everybody and also just kind of, I guess, defend herself in a a weird sort of way, if you kind of get what I'm saying by that. Um... Like, defend herself from being eliminated and sent home or whatever. So, but Tamar gives you ratings, you guys. And honestly, I think if Lolo and Tamar duked it out, I think Lolo would go home. Because Lolo, I noticed that whenever they argue, Lolo is always the one that starts kind of screaming first. She's always the one that's trying to get hype. And then Tamar will get hype after her. So, I, you know, I feel like if, if one of them was to truly swing on one another, Lolo would, pro- Lolo would probably swing on Tamar first and <laughs> Tamar would play the victim <laughs> and Lolo would go home. And it, it's, it's sort of like, you know how, you know how, you know how a bully will bully? It's like, a, it's the bully effect. You know, like, I'm, I don't want to call Tamar a bully because I don't, I'm not really sure if she's truly bullying Lolo, but I feel like it's sort of like the bully effect, how you just keep picking and picking and picking on someone, right? And then, you know, the person who's being bullied will whip your ass, but you won't hit back. So you won't get suspended from school. It's kind of like being in school, you guys. Like, <laughs> if you're the bully, you keep picking on that person so that person has, has enough of your shit and they fucking grab you by your hair and beat your ass. And then that person is the one who's being um, expelled or suspended while you're sitting there chilling 
And it's like, yeah, you may have gotten your ass beat, but you didn't really suffer any consequences, you know, as far as you getting kicked out of school, right? I feel like that's the same method that Tamar is kind of using in the house. Um, she kind of wants to get under Lolo's skin. And the reason why Tamar wants to get under Lolo's skin, you guys, is because Eva Marie and Lolo, they have been talking on the side, outside of Tamar, basically planning to work together only so they can so they can be the last two in the house at the end of the competition. So basically Lolo and Eva have been plotting against not only Tamar but everyone else in the house to make it to where at the end of the show those two girls will be the last girls left to battle it out and do whatever challenges in the house or whatever to get the charity money, right? So that's been a strategy that Eva and Lolo have been doing in the house. Needless to say, I'm glad that nobody got sent home last night. Tamar is great for reality TV. I don't really know much about Lolo. I just pray that Lolo doesn't haul off and sock her ass in the face. You know, because, (laughs) you know, because we don't have time for violence, you guys. Yes, violence, it's great for ratings on reality TV. We all love a good fight, rather we admit it or not. But... You know, honestly, I don't want to see Tamar fighting. I don't want to see Lolo fighting. But it does make for great TV. You know, Tamar is reality fucking TV gold. Every time that girl gets on camera, she knows what to do. She's meant for it. You know, like I said, I feel like there are some people who are meant for fucking reality TV and entertainment. And that girl's personality, she's one of those personalities where even if you don't like her, she's entertaining. She might be crazy. She might be a drama queen. But that's what people like. People like that shit. Rather you admit it or not, you like watching it. We all love a fucking train wreck, okay? <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> so, you guys. Uh, Miss Beyonce. Um, there's rumors that Miss Beyonce is coming back with some new music. You know, Lemonade was released in 2016. Uh, the Dream did an interview with Ebro in the morning uh, this past week and. He, you know, of course, Ebro would ask about Beyonce. You know, Beyonce, she works with the Dream a lot. You know, she's worked she's worked with him on past albums. So, um, the Dream, all he stated in his interview when he was asked about Beyonce was that she's quote unquote doing something. Now, you guys, this is via the Neighborhood Talk, um, which is a blog, a, a, a reliable source. But. Um, yeah, but, you know, Beyonce is, is quote-unquote doing something in the studio, you guys. And we all know that when Beyonce goes into hiding, some shit is coming. We, 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 we know that. We know when Beyonce kind of lays low and she's kind of off of social media, you know, she she's cooking up something, you know. And she has been sort of laying low. She's been posting a lot of pictures of herself looking fabulous in her latest fashions, Like, oh my God, today she was wearing this really, oh, it was this bright red uh, suit that she had on. It was like a a red beaded jacket with this beautiful red skirt that was beaded as well with the matching boots to go with it. Oh, it was so fucking beautiful. And she looked fabulous. But, (laughs) you know, Beyonce's coming, you guys. So if you are in the beehive, get your fucking wig ready because that shit is about to be snatched off. Because (laughs) Beyonce is coming. I'm so excited. I'm tired of listening to Lemonade. You know, I love all, I have all of Beyonce's albums, but girl, I've been listening to Lemonade and Four and Sasha Fierce a lot lately. Actually, I've been listening to a lot, actually all of her albums, but I'm like, I need new material. 
I hope we get more than like 15 songs on there. I, I just want an album. You know, honestly, I don't really think I want a visual album this time. I don't want I don't want a video for every fucking song. I actually want Beyonce to give us the the typical um layout of an album where basically you'll drop one to five singles, you'll give some videos, you'll go on tour, but there's a build up to your album coming out versus you just releasing the full album online and having all these videos and all this stuff. I mean, she's she's done that for the last two projects with uh, her self-titled album, Beyonce, that she released in, I believe, 2014 or 2013. I think it was 20, I think it was 2014, you guys, or 2013, one of those years where she released her self-titled album, Beyonce, and she had the the full video visual layout. And then the same thing with Lemonade. Um, This time around, I want her to just give us a classic album. You know, I don't don't really care for all the visuals. She kind of set the tone with that, but I'm kind of bored with that formula. I just, I want a build up. I want to wonder how the album sounds like versus you just kind of throwing out the entire album. I want you to give us a few singles, and have me be curious about how the album will sound. That way, when it drops, we can all just listen to the whole thing together. You see what I'm saying? So that's just my personal opinion. I do love Beyonce. I refer to myself as an honorary Beehive member. That's because... Oh, sorry, you guys. Look, I've had a really bad cold all week, so I probably, like, sound super deep or whatever, but I'm not feeling too well. I have been sick as a dog all week with this cold or whatever I have. But um, needless to say, you know, I, I, I consider myself an honorary Beehive member. And I say honorary because I like other people. You know, like I, I'm a fan of other singers and artists as well. Like I'm not like a Beyonce stand to the point where I'm like, nobody is more talented. No, you know, like I'm not over here like, you know, trying to make all the girls compete and all that. Like, I actually like a little bit of everybody. So, you know, I like my Rihanna's. I like my, I like my Ashanti's. You know, like, I like a little bit of everyone, right? So, um, anywho, Beyonce is coming out with a new album. With that being said, we're going to take a small break. All right, you guys, I am back. So now on to the political stuff. I will give a disclaimer. Politics is not my arena, you guys, but politics affects all of us. So it's my duty to somehow keep you informed if you don't know what's going on. But um, the government shutdown has been put to rest for three weeks. Um... Nancy, I think her name is Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she basically ordered Trump to call the shutdown off so we can get things going. You know, thousands of workers have not been getting paid. Certain things have not been happening all because he wants to shut down the government for the wall. Um, it's been a topic that has literally affected everyone. Even if you are privileged, I feel like this is something that affects everyone. The airports and shit are closing down. TSA workers are not coming to work because they're not even being paid. You know, families are affected by this. Uh, Families are not receiving healthcare, uh, EBT, food stamps, 
everything that you need for your well-being. If you are receiving any type of public assistance, you are really, really, really being hurt by this. So it is something that definitely affects everyone. You know, um, I, I will say that I'm rooting for my girl, Nancy Pelosi. And actually, I want to go ahead and give her a queen award. <laughs> I know I usually open up the show with my with with my yes queen award. But, you know, Nancy, we're going to go ahead and give you a yes queen award because you have been up there hustling with Trump and making shit happen. And it's been a complete shit show. And um, this is a statement that, that Nancy uh, Pelosi actually tweeted. Uh, she stated the Trump hashtag... Trump shutdown has already pushed hundreds of thousands of Americans to the breaking point. Now it's pushing our airspace to the breaking point too. At real Donald Trump, stop endangering the safety, security, and well-being of our nation. Reopen the government now. She wasn't fucking around. She tweeted that last Friday and it got reopened. Because, uh, look, I don't know much about politics. All I know is that shit is getting fucking real. And these are things that we see in our day-to-day lives. And... You know, we are all affected by this. And, you know, I just honestly, uh, it's just been so much going on. We have the wall situation going on. We have, we have Trump's craziness in regards, you know, to immigration and, you know, ice, just all this stuff, just all, I don't want to say ice. Yeah. ISIS. I'm sorry. Not ISIS. Ice. All this stuff going on with ice and, you know, him just over here making it hard for people who are either immigrants or people who are children of immigrants or, you know, people who are LGBT, people who are black, people who are basically not privileged. Anybody who is not privileged, I would say class-wise, you you are kind of, we're kind of suffering right now, you know? And it's one of those things where I feel like each each uh, minority is slowly being targeted. And, it, and it's really scary, you know, especially for someone like myself, you know, I'm, I'm a black, I'm a black trans woman. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sitting here like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, like it's affecting everyone, you know, this, this past week as well, he, um, Trump basically, uh, actually put forth the ban that, uh, basically bans transgender people from joining the military. I'm not really interested in that, but I'm just saying for someone who is and who identifies as trans, you know, that's, that's something that is shitty. You know, it's like, we already don't get most of the basic human rights as it is, but, you know, that's another way of targeting a certain minority and not allowing them to have basic and equal rights, you know? So I just wanted to let everyone know that the government is, the government shutdown is off as of now for the next, I would say two and a half weeks or yeah, however many many more days we have left. So if you got some things to do, girl, we got to file our taxes, girl. (laughs) Okay, we got to file our taxes, you guys, because, you know, Uncle Sam doesn't play that shit. And although the government is shut down, girl, Uncle Uncle Sam still wants his coins. Okay, you guys, so make sure you file your fucking taxes. Make sure you do everything that you need to do with the law, girl. And just make sure when he shuts it down again that we're all prepared. Make sure you buy your fucking groceries, you guys. Make sure you're hustling. 
you know, if, if you need food or anything at this time, there's so many resources. I've been seeing a lot of things online of people giving out food, people giving out diapers, you know, people actually giving out resources, um, helping people who do not have access to either their paychecks or, you know, their, their Medi-Cal and things of that nature. So if you do need resources, please go online. There is help out there. Um, and there's something that we can do. But since it's open right now, you guys, make sure you guys fucking get your tax, you can get your income tax back, girl. <clears throat> okay? Make sure that <laughs> you file your taxes. You claim you claim your baby cousin, Ronnie, and all of them. Actually, let's... Don't tell nobody I said that, okay, y'all? Look, I don't claim nobody's kids. I'm just saying, I, I know what the girls be doing. The girls be claiming other people's kids on their taxes, okay? I don't do that, though, because I ain't got no kids. I'm single. I'm by myself. I ain't got nobody, child. But I'm just saying, handle your business, guys. Make sure that you are trying to save your money because this is something that if you are relying on government assistance or you work for the government, this is something that is going to hinder you. So make sure you're saving your coins for that rainy day, girl. Next topic. Oh my God, you guys, my nose is so stuffed right now. Like, I feel like I sound like a fucking mule. Like, I am over here. I don't know if I have a cold or a sinus infection, girl. I was down and out for like a good four days. Earlier this week, I had a sty on my fucking eye. Like, I was going through it, you guys. Now I'm feeling a little bit better, but I'm still kind of recovering. Um, anywho, you guys. <laughs> Next topic. Monique calls Whoopi Goldberg, quote-unquote, the help. Lord Jesus Christ, help us, Jesus. Before I start this segment, I want to pray for Monique. I want to pray. Dear, dear Father God, dear Lord, I pray that Monique stops coming for people like I, <laughs> Monique has been coming for people you guys like <sighs> she called she called Whoopi Goldberg the help now <sighs> there's so much unpacking to do with this particular topic here we all know that Monique had the situation with Netflix and she accused them of gender bias and color bias which I actually uh, I understand Monique's points but then I don't understand all of her points. I understand how she moves sometimes, but, but then again, I don't understand how she moves sometimes. Needless to say, via the neighborhood talk, <laughs> via the neighborhood talk, last year in January, Monique asked her fans to stand by her in the boycott of Netflix after receiving a low ball, quote unquote, uh, or, or in parentheses, 500K offer from Netflix, Monique declared them guilty of gender bias and color bias. Monique sat down with Vulture, a culture and entertainment site from New York Magazine, for a tea-filled chat about all things Monique, from her relationship with Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, and even Oprah. Monique did not hold back. One of the most interesting portions of the interview is when she touched on her treatment during her visit to The View back in February of 2018, you guys. Um, this is, these are Monique's quotes directly. When I sat there on that platform on The View, I felt sorry. I had empathy for my sister, Whoopi Goldberg, because what you're saying to me is, quote unquote, you must work for free. I could have schooled you, end quote. Back to Monique's quote. The very thing I went to The View to speak about was the very thing I experienced on The View. Okay? You give me three minutes to talk about inequality. Well... 
I was there the whole show. When you have a woman saying, quote unquote, I could have schooled you, someone would say, quote unquote, what was the schooling going to be? When I look at this woman, you say is our icon and our legend. You guys, she's referring to Whippy Goldberg. Um, she is, but she is a legend. But how many things has Whoopi Goldberg executive produced? Whoopi Goldberg has always been the help. And I say that humbly. <laughs> so what is it that you're going to school me on? I've been doing it for almost 30 years. And you guys, Whoopi Goldberg has not responded as of yet. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with Monique, you know. Now, one thing I will say is that Whoopi Goldberg, she is a well-respected talent. She has gotten the EGOT. Meaning that she has gotten an Emmy, a Golden Globe, um, an Oscar, and she's also gotten, uh, what's, what does this he stand for? Oh my God, you guys, it's slipping my mind. But basically, those are the four awards that every entertainer dies to get. And there's only a list of 15 people in the world who have gotten those four top-notch awards, you guys. Um, so... I I don't know if I agree with her calling Whippy the help, but Whippy has had a damn long career and uh, Whippy is a legend. She is a legend. And I feel like the issue that Monique is having is that she doesn't want to play the political game of the entertainment industry. You have to play the game, sis. If you want to win in entertainment, you want to get you a fucking Oscar, you want to get you a Golden Globe, you want to be recognized, you want to be famous, you want to go down as a legend, they can make you a legend if you do what they say. It's and, and here's the thing, you guys, not to say that Whoopi Goldberg or Monique isn't talented, but a lot of these people in entertainment, some of them are not even that fucking talented. It's only a select few to me that are true, that are like true actors and that are true singers. And, and you can see that they are really, really, really talented. And then you have the other ones who simply play the game. Not to say that Whoopi is not talented, you guys. I believe that that Whoopi Goldberg is is very, very talented. It's not shade towards her. All I'm saying is that in entertainment, you have to play the game. You have to show up for your promotional runs, even if it's for free. If your ass got a contract to do a fucking movie, Monique, your ass needs to show up and promote the fucking movie. If they want you to go on a red carpet, you have to go on the red carpet. If they want you to do a radio interview, you got to do a radio... You have to do what these companies and these fucking labels and shit are saying. And these, you know, uh, directing studios and stuff like that and production studios and stuff. You want to be successful. You want to be top dog. You got to put in the work. And honestly, I just think it's about hard work. You know, a lot of... And there are some people in the industry who I feel like, you know, they, they work really, really, really hard. You know, um, Beyonce is a prime example of that. Not only is she talented, but but she works her ass off. You can see, you can see the difference in her work versus another or a few other female artists' work. You know, some people, and you know, not only is it just work, you guys, it's also politics. It's also, you know, the, the, the machine behind you, the financial machine behind you, your fan base, who's buying your stuff, who's, who's supporting your movies, et cetera, right? It's a, it's a culmination of all of that. But 
to me, I, I feel like Monique is really kind of running off the deep end. That's why I prayed for her. I'm like, sis, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Why are you coming for Whitney? That shit happened a fucking year ago. I thought we moved on from this Netflix shit. I thought we moved on from all of this fucking chaos and all this fucking drama. You know, <clears throat> that's just what I thought. I'm like, shit, how did Monique creep back up on the fucking radar? Still talking shit. Oh my God. And you, <laughs> you know, and I love Monique. I, I do. I, I love, you know, I love the Parkers. I'm a big fan of the Parkers. And, you know, I like her, but I just, I, uh, I don't know what the hell, her approach and the dis, I don't know, the disrespect for Whoopi Goldberg is just kind of like crazy to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, but I can kind of see her point in saying like, who are you to say that you're going to school me? Like, I've been in this industry too. Like, who the fuck are you? You know, so, you know, I, I see I see both ladies' sides. But honestly, I just wish that Monique can stop. Because honestly, she's kind of blacklisting herself right now. You know, and it's sort of like, you keep disrespecting higher people. You, you disrespected Oprah. You disrespected Tyler Perry. You disrespected uh, Lee Daniels. You, you disrespected Whoopi. It's like, you, you, you kind of keep coming for them. And these are other prominent black figures, you know, who can kind of open some doors for you if they really, really want to, you know, um, they can give you work. Where else are you getting work at? You see what I'm saying? So now I do, I do kind of agree with, um, with Monique kind of, I do see, I don't want to say I agree. I do see Monique's point in kind of speaking up about the Oprah situation, you guys should do your research on that. It's a very touchy situation for Monique, but um, I understand why she has her feelings towards Oprah. I totally get it because Oprah, you know, o- Oprah allegedly did something to Monique that that really kind of crossed some boundaries. Go ahead and Google that yourself, you guys. I don't really want to talk about that. It's very touchy for, you know, this particular topic or whatever. But um, anywho, needless to say, Monique, I think that there's a better way to approach this shit. Whippy, if I was Whippy, I probably wouldn't respond. But knowing Whippy, she might respond. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to see what the hell. I, I want to see what Whippy Goldberg will say, you guys. Like, I want to see what she will say. I, I kind of don't think she'll really respond. But, you know, she probably will. You know, Whippy, Whippy speaks up for herself, you guys. On to the next news. Ariana Grande's Seven Rings breaks weekly global Spotify record, becomes first song to top 70 million streams. Congrats to Ariana. Good girl. Good job, girl. That's good for you. You know, Ariana, she has had a lot of success this year with the Sweetener album. And, you know, her recent single, Thank You, Next, has been flying off the charts. And also her her newest one, Seven Rings, has been flying off, flying off the handle on the charts everywhere globally. Ariana, this is kind of her winning moment. And, you know, but I will say that Ariana has also been going through a lot of things in her personal life. If you all know, um, back in uh, November of uh, last year, I believe it was November, uh, Mac Miller, um, he passed away. And, you know, that was really, really hard for everyone, um, especially Ariana Grande. Him and her, you know, broke up. And at the time, I believe she was dating Pete Davidson. Um, 
you know, so Ariana and then her and Pete also broke up after that as well. And then Pete was stating how he was feeling suicidal, you guys. So, you know, I feel like Ariana has been kind of going through a lot. And if you all don't remember, um, she had that shooting in Las Vegas at one of her shows, the mass shooting that happened in Vegas, uh, you know, that, uh, that was just such a tragic, wait, actually, let me rewind. She had a shooting at one of her shows. I do believe it was in Vegas or it was somewhere, but I, I think it was in Vegas. Anywho, Ariana Grande had a, a mass shooting at one of her concerts, um, a year and a half ago or so. And, you know, she's been going through a lot, you guys. She's had a rough last two years. I think Ariana has been through a lot. And honestly, you know, I'm glad that she's successful. But I actually, I really, really hope that she is seeking um, therapy. Because, you know, yeah, the success is all that. But, you know, I, I don't want to see Ariana be one of those child stars who was on drugs because they're going through so much behind closed doors. So it's like, you know, yeah, the success is so good. But are you OK behind closed doors? Do you have your family? Are you seeing your therapist once a week? You know, like I just I just really hope that with all of the success that she's having, that she's learning how to deal with that pressure and that she has someone to talk to. And honestly, I want Ariana to stop dating because she dates a lot. And I'm like, girl, stop fucking dating. All the guys you date, they, they all have these mental health things going on. They all want to hurt themselves. And that's that's not to be, you know, funny or insensitive, you guys. Trigger warning. I'm so sorry about that. That's not to be insensitive. I'm just saying. I feel like Ariana needs to be single right now and, <clears throat> and focus on herself as a, as a young woman. You know, she is she's only 25 right now, 25, 26. And I feel like she should just be single right now and just focus on her music, focus on getting to know herself. Take a break from the fucking relationships. You've dealt with a lot. One of your exes recently, you know, passed and he was going through a lot of personal things. So, you know, honestly, I just, I, I just, I just really hope that Ariana is taking care of her mental health, you guys, because it's a lot. You know, she's famous as shit. She has all that fucking money. And this is the perfect formula for people to get on drugs. You know, all the criticism, all the success, you know, that's why you hear about a lot of these uh, celeb stars getting on drugs. There you have it. Uh, next topic, Alexa Sky. <laughs> so Alexa Sky, she's been she's been milking this whole this whole beef of Black China girl. She got on the radio station this week and she was say she was saying how she doesn't understand why Black China is fucking jealous of her and all this shit. I mean, girl, keep milking your 15 minutes. Next topic. Cardi B got her Las Vegas residency announced at the Palms Resort Casino. And um Congratulations, Cardi. We are so proud of you. You know, I'm so happy for Cardi B. Um, I w- I'm not going to lie, you guys. I was kind of like, you know, she only has one album out. How does she get a residency? That's not shade. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Residencies are usually given, you know, to artists who have a longer catalog. You know, Cardi B is literally still a new artist. Like, she doesn't have a long catalog, you know? But Cardi B pulls numbers. That girl breaks records, and she sells albums out the wazoo. She's broken a lot of records that even Nicki Minaj has not broken yet, although Nicki has broken a lot of records herself, you know? But um, Cardi B got the residency because she pulls numbers. She can sell out a show by herself. She can headline. She can do her thing. So I don't want to knock Cardi B. Congratulations, girl. You're like, I think she's probably one of the first artists to do this off of one album. That's very impressive. I'm just saying that, you know, residencies usually are given to like singers. And also too, 
yeah, you never really hear about a female, a female rapper getting a residency. So kudos to you, Cardi. You're the first female rapper to get that. No female rapper has gotten a residency yet. Not that I know of. You know, so actually this is this is a monumental moment for female hip hop right now. So, you know, um, congrats to Cardi B, you guys. Um <clears throat> last or my last few topics. Um, Eve apologizes after Chris Brown comments offend fans. So I don't know if you all um have been following Eve and the whole Eve debacle with Chris Brown. So earlier this week, Chris Brown, he was falsely accused of raping a woman in France. Um you know, he was arrested and then uh, the police basically, basically stated stated that they believed that the girl was lying. Come to find out that the case was tossed out. They found out that she was actually lying. Chris Brown was released, although they are still investigating. He was freed in France, but he is currently still in France right now because the police are still investigating the case. Eve got on national television. I believe she's a part of the talk. Yeah, I think she's on the talk. Um, she got on the show and she kind of, I don't, you know, personally, I don't think Eve really meant to bash Chris Brown. I just think that she, she believed that the girl was actually, um, you know, trigger warning, sexually assaulted, you know? So honestly, I don't really get why the fans were kind of coming for Eve. The girl stated her fucking opinion. If I was her, I personally wouldn't apologize. I would just kind of shut up about it. But she, (laughs) she kind of did put her foot in her mouth. Because right after she stated how she feels like Chris Brown basically doesn't think and he kind of keeps putting himself in these in these crazy situations, it came out that the accusations were actually a lie and that they were actually false. So that's why she apologized, you know. But, you know, honestly, uh, uh, I, I don't really have much to say about it. You know, at least she apologized. Um, yeah, but you know, honestly with Chris, I just want Chris to be a little bit, um, you know, don't, don't put yourself around certain people. I think that Chris has to realize that due to his history with going through a lot of situations with, um, abusing women, that he is kind of a target, you know, for things like this. And, you know, yes, he is trying to change his life, you guys. Yes, he is. But he also, I, you know, I kind of agree, you know, I feel like he, he has to just kind of be careful about who he's around so these things will not happen. Cool? Anywho, uh, with that being said, you guys, that's it for the celebrity topics. I have a few minutes left. And <laughs> my topic this week, honestly, um, oh, I'm so sorry it's so short. You know, I you know, I get carried away with my celeb gossip girl. It's my sport. But um Honestly, what I, what I have been going through this this the, these last recent weeks is uh, comparison. So when I when I or comparing, I found myself comparing myself to to other people, and you know, uh, comparing myself to to people in, you know around me or my friends or whatever. Or you know, all my friend works here, I don't work there. Or you know, I'm still pursuing my bachelor's. All my friends have their degrees. Some of them are in their careers. Some of them are not, or whatever. You know, and I I want to tell you guys that the topic of this week is to not compare yourself to other people, no matter where you are in your life. You have to just focus on you. You got to prioritize yourself and you have to be grateful and thankful for everything that's going on with you. And I don't know who needs this message or whatever, but it really was on my heart. It was on my spirit and I had to share it with you guys because, you know, I go through that sometimes where, 
you know, me, I'm actually, I've returned to college. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to finish my degree right now. And, you know, I'm about to be 26 and I kind of feel awkward. I feel like, oh my God, like I, I thought by 26 that I would be in grad school or I would be well into my career. I thought that I would, that I would be like on TV somewhere or hosting on the right, you know, like doing something like that. Um, cause that's my passion. You guys, I'm passionate about hosting and commentary. That's, that's what I love to do. I love giving commentary and I love hosting. I love, uh, I love being around, um, people and, and keeping a show going, you know, that that's my passion. But, um, and you know, I, I was talking to, um, a mentor of mine and, you know, she just, she really blessed me with, with some great gems. And she told me that, you know, I had to stop comparing myself because my cards have already been written. And to you, you guys, if you're sitting there comparing yourself to either a family member who's a little bit more successful or a friend who who you think may have a better job than you, uh, you know, I want to let you guys know that the grass is not always greener on the other side. And you, you have to just look into yourself and and be thankful for where you are in your life, no matter how good or bad it is. It can always be worse, but you, you have to be thankful of everything that you, you accomplished and where you are now, because it has already been written. Everything that has happened in your life, everything that uh, hurt you, everything that held you back, or even if you had a few setbacks or whatever you went through, and, and even a few wins, all of those situations made you who you are today. And my mentor has to pull me to the side and tell me that because I ran into her office this last, this, uh, this past Friday, you guys, I, I ran into her office and I was like, oh my God, I turned 26. I don't, I don't know what to do next. Like, you know, I want to get my bachelor's of course, but I'm afraid about what's going to happen after I graduate. Where will I work? I want to focus on my show. You know, I, I want to grow in, in my experience with this commentary thing, you know, I, I love celebrity pop culture. I love, I love, uh, image consulting. I love PR. I like all these different things. And I also have an opinion, you know, but how can I make this work for me? Should I just go to grad school and study PR? You know, I, I was kind of panicking with panicking with her, you guys. And, um, she had to just calm me down and I was just like, okay, like, all right, I'm just going to focus on my degree and just allow the universe and, and God and whoever I believe, you know, I believe in God, you guys, but the universe and positive energy to, to guide me where I need to go. So that was a topic that was really on my heart this week. And I, and I, I feel so bad that I kind of, I'm running out of time here, but that's just my small little, my motivational dose for you guys. I want you guys to not compare yourselves to anyone, rather it be a coworker, a, a family member, a friend. You have to honor and respect the process that you're going through right now. And it may be hard because we all have our shit. You know, we, we all have our, our darkness in our lives or, and we all have those, those things that we battle with or those insecurities and, or not only that, the doubt, the uncertainty, the worry that you have about the future or whatever, you guys just have to respect the process and, and honor yourself and give yourself a pat on the back for how far you fucking come and know that you have to respect the process and that everything that is meant for you is for you. You cannot sit here and worry about somebody else's blessings. That was meant for them. Your blessings are for you. You already have some of your blessings and more of your blessings are coming. So don't give up. So as you as you listen to my show, you guys, I want you to step into the new week 
uplifted. I want you guys to step in with, with faith. And all you need is the faith of a mustard seed, you guys. That's it. Even if you're even if you're doubting a little bit, you have to have a little bit of faith to get you up in the morning. And I guarantee you, it'll get you up, sis. Anywho, thank you so much for listening to the Perfect Blend Podcast. Please remember to like, comment, and share. I'm available on Anchor. I'm also available on iTunes and Spotify. Give me a shout out, you guys. I opened up my Instagram page. Um, Yes, you guys. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. I'm running out of time. I will talk to you guys soon. I love you all so much. Thank you. Bye.